Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 620, and today I'm excited because I'm going to bring a husband and wife team to you, Colin and Angie, who posted this in the Facebook group, and uh, they are sharing their results from the past year and a half, and he's going to go through, or they are going to go through, how they turned a $100 test all right, and they turned that into $2.5 million in sales in 2018, and 90% of it is on Amazon. Currently, they're working to build their brand so they can also get outside of Amazon because they know how important that is, but this is a great story for you to hear because he needed to prove to himself after downloading episode after episode after episode that he could actually do it, and he had to also prove to his wife, Angie, that he could actually do it as well, and he did. They both left their jobs. Now they're doing this full-time. They've built out a team. They've actually fired employees. They've hired employees. They've done the entire thing in the past year and a half, and I invited them on to share their story. So that's what we're going to be doing here today. Now, before I do get into that conversation that I had with them, which was really awesome, by the way, uh, you can download the show notes by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 620. I'm also going to link up the Facebook post that they that they posted um, in the show notes. So this way here, you have access to that if you want to go through. He actually laid out all of the stuff that they faced, all all of the stuff that they did right, all the things they did wrong, and everything in between. So you're definitely going to want to check that out. Now, if you're listening to this like uh, like Colin was, you know, over three years ago, if you're listening to this for the first time and you're like Scott, I just want to get started. Well, there is a place you can go, and I will give you that link right now. And it's the most up to date version of getting started because if you go all the way back to episode one, things have changed in the past three and a half, four years. So if you want the most up-to-date way to get started on Amazon or just e-commerce in general, you're going to want to head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash start. All right, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash start. Now, there's episodes there of the podcast that I've compiled, so this way here you can go through them. I also have up-to-date workshops that I'm doing on a regular basis, and they'll be listed there as well when we are doing them. So you can see all the most current ones and uh, sign up for the ones that we're going to be doing here in the future, all right? So with that all being said, let's listen to this awesome interview that I did with Colin and Angie. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey, Colin and Angie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. What's going on over there in New York? <laughs> it's, it's cold. <laughs> well, hey, I appreciate you coming on. So why don't we get started and just let people know um, why you're here, why you're on the podcast. You've got a pretty amazing story to share and um, a lot of uh, lessons learned and some battle wounds, but uh, let's let's kind of get it out. So who are you guys and, and what are you guys uh, doing here on the podcast? You got a story to tell us? <laughs> I think Colin would, uh, would be good to start. Okay. <laughs> so um, when I, I was, I was a vice president of uh, IT in Bank of America and then uh, a very pretty big background, like always a nine to five job. And then one of my friend, best friend, gave me a rich dad, poor dad book, which is, uh, which is followed by reading that book. They were introducing, I'm a selling product in Amazon. And then I say, okay, fine, let me go through that. And then first thing I found is the Amazing Seller broadcast. So I have <laughs> I have a two-hour two journey to the city where I have to go to the office. Um, I download like 10, 20. So you finish like 40 to 50 broadcasts at the time. 
So I want to super run through that fast 40. So I download like a 10, uh, 20 a day and download and read that one in the morning while I'm driving, while I'm going to the city job. When I'm coming back home, I go and then implement the same thing, whatever you, you put it up there. Nice. That's what I call an action taker. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm talking about right there. Uh, so, okay. So you're, you're driving back and forth from work. How long was your commute, by the way? It's two hours, go to the city, two hours to come back. Whoa. Yeah, we were wow. both in the city at that yeah. time. Wow. So. Okay. Wow. Okay. You had some time then on your hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, okay. I mean, so, all right. So you're, you're listening to the podcast. You're listening to me just ramble on and on and on about this <laughs> stuff. And, you know, you, you know, as well as I do, the, from the first 50 episodes to where we are now, everything's completely kind of changed, yeah. right? I mean, it's, it's business one-on-one. Um, and it's like things that work then don't work now. There's got to be a different strategy in place. There's more people knocking people off, hijackers, the whole thing, right? It's, it's kind of nuts, but you know, you still, I think to me, it really does still apply. A lot of the principles apply if you're doing things above board, right? Mm -hmm. The hacks and the tactics and stuff like that. Yeah. They're still going to be out there. You can play with them if you want to, but for the most part, finding a good product, finding a, a unique angle, building out, uh, you know, a brand, you know, building out other assets that can help support you, I think is the number one thing that people have to be thinking about. It's not before it was like fidget spinner. Yes, let's go. <laughs> spinners, Right. Um, we've all jumped on that wagon, but it, it doesn't take long to realize that once that ends, it ends. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so how did, how did you pick your first product? And you don't, you don't have to tell us the product, but how did you pick the, your first product? And then from there, like, how did that go? Um, did you, to hit a success right out of the gate? Did you get, did you get knocked down? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, so we, we started our business um, while doing our nine to five. We actually started it out of my parents' um, living room. And oh, wow. so of course, you know, we were newly married at that time. Um, and so uh, when Colin brought this idea of, Hey, let's, let's try this new method out um, of selling products on Amazon. I wasn't too, um, I didn't buy into the idea immediately. And so our first product uh, right out of the gate, we were actually selling um, some uh, sports water bottles. Mm -hmm. And so while listening to your podcast, um, we kind of were able to get a very strong business foundation, um, mm -hmm. higher level thinking into what we needed to do. Mm -hmm. and so we were kind of testing the waters and, you know, it wasn't a complete success, but the strategy we learned was that, at that time, um, we had our finances taken care of. We were in our jobs. And so we decided to reinvest the money, whatever we made, right back into the product. And so we started that way. Um, and so from there, um, Colin and I, our backgrounds are a bit varied, but we, we both share a love for um, fitness and health and wellness. And so we decided to kind of pursue that along the way. Okay. Um, and so one, the next step we took was that... Um, we wanted to build that kind of love for fitness and health into the next step in our business. And so we decided to research different products and there was one particular product I really liked. And so um, Colin asked me, Hey, well, if you like this product, why don't you design it? If you could design something better, why don't you do it? And so that was what I did. And so Colin has a very, minimal uh, manufacturing background, but he took that, he was able to take the product and make it. And it was really for kind of self-serving purposes. <laughs> I wanted to use it in my yeah, journey. That's good. But if somebody else 
was thinking along the same lines as myself. Mm. Um, something was lacking in the market in terms of color and variety and so mm-hmm. on. Why can't we try to, to do the same thing? Sure. And so we put it and this is kind of how we started. So I want to add to that point that I, the first product, what we put, it's a, it's a wholesale from United States. We picked by the product. Uh, so we relabel it. We picked up and then stapled by ourselves so that I can cut the time off like manufacturing from China or any other country. Uh, so test it out right away. So we bought like almost like a hundred units of water bottle. Uh, that's cost me $50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like 50 cents and then we i made like almost five three hundred to four hundred dollars out of it wow so it's amazing for me mm-hmm. and then i say it's it's good so, so first time i bought that idea to angie angie was like totally not into it <laughs> and then she bet me a million dollar that i cannot sell anything she <laughs> owe me a million dollars right now i'm not even gonna I'm right, not even pay up angie I, I mean, I'm, I'm a million and indebted to him. So. <laughs> so what I'm hearing though, Colin, is you basically said, you know what? I'm too impatient, man. I just want to get something to market, right? Like I, I, I want to take something, repackage it, get a hundred units in, and I want to start playing in this marketplace. I want to see what's going to happen here, right? Yes, that's correct. That, I want to test it out. I don't have a patience about like, see, you need to learn how to negotiate. You need to know what are the products, what is the quality to back and forth. So I know some product is there. It's already been like in the market. So I can take it, buy it. It's, 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 it's for clearance. It's okay. But I want to test it out something, right? So I've got like 100 units. That's all they have. 100 units, $50. So push it out, like three, put the three packs together, yep. buy the cover, tape the, uh, <laughs> the card on top of it, yep. and send it across, actually. That's all I did. That's it's, it. uh, it's a pretty quick start. That's a very quick start. I don't think I've ever heard that start before, but that's a good start. I've heard people definitely taking product and then even buying them from like Ikea and then making a bundle set and then repackaging it and stuff like that. And that's actually what got them going because then they figured out if it would even sell, right? And then they go from there. Um, I I love it, man, that you just kind of said, you know what? I got to find something that I can launch and get it there because I'm like you too. I'm like, oh, I don't want to wait 90 days. Yeah, to get a product, go through you know revisions and then packaging and all of that stuff, pain in the butt. But you also once you get to that point where you know that that's going to be your business, it it definitely is worth spending the time for all of those other things. But you just wanted to test it and and really prove to yourself and to to your wife that hey, this thing can work, you know. Yeah, and you did, you did. So look at you now. Okay, so you, you go down that road, you do that. How did you sell them? Did you sell them just by using pay-per-click? Did you just rank them by, uh, you know, organically? Did you do any, uh, you know, review groups like at that time? I mean, because you could do those things. What were you doing? Uh, initially, I started the eBay. The people are complaining about Amazon that they're charging so much fees. Yeah. So I particularly joined the eBay group initially and then oh, okay. uh, I, I sold it. I, it's a good, a good sale. I, I, to be honest, I, I made like two, three grand out of this bottle itself. Oh, wow. So different batches I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So after that, I went to Amazon. So I say, you know, $39, it's, 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 it's worth it to test, right? Mm. And then I found your podcast. And then I started like, first thing, first time you talk about PPC. That's the time that, you know, that's my kickstart actually. Mm. Once I put it on, the mm. PPC, it's like, like killed my space. And then I don't have any reviews or nothing. 
we started selling like one or two products every single day. The, wow. I posted that in a group actually. I <laughs> I say, hey, what what's going on? I sold ten products today. today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. So that that's. I mean, that kind of mentality, what I have that I need to keep going on that one. So, you know, and also I have to prove myself to different people. Mm. No one trusted me. My mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my dad, why do you have to do it? You have a good job. Mm. Why do you have to do testing mm. all these things? Mm. So, so to test, to make sure that I'm proving the, to them, so I got to do this. So that you bring up a good point. So, okay, you're, you're smart. Both of your smart people have great jobs, did have great jobs, whatever. Why entrepreneurship? Like we, we know, you know, now, right. It's, it's a roller coaster, right? It's, it's a ride, but there's some benefits to it, but there's some downsides to it. So why, why, why would you want to go that right? Did, you didn't like your two hour ride to work every day? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was a, I was a consultant, um, um, in a, in uh, in one of the job in healthcare in, uh, industry, okay. uh, Michigan. In the New Year, we went out of the trip uh, New Year Eve, and then I got a call from my contractor that I lost my job. Oh wow! So it was really I I, I was scared hundred percent. I don't mm. know what's going what's going to happen to me. Mm. Um, and then in four months, I didn't get a job from December to oh, April. Wow. I didn't get a job. Okay. That, that put my perspective, say that, Hey, you know, I feel really bad about that. What's, what's going on. And then I couldn't uh, fulfill my family. I couldn't fulfill everything. Mm. What I have, even though we have a backup money a little bit, I'm scared that, that thing, it makes me fired out. Like after I'm reading the book and then I following the financial things, how we need to build the cash flows Mm. and everything that's kicked my ass on like working towards on uh, how I build my own empire what I need to do. Even still, it's still small for us, right? Uh, you know that one. This is like beginning of uh, our journey. Um, that's that was keep going. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're, uh, you you felt the the fear of like even though you had a job, there was still insecurities with having a job because you could just be like, hey, you know what, Colin, we don't need you anymore, bud. Bye. Yeah. Right. And so it's the same thing with like your Amazon listing could get shut down too. Yeah. And then you're. You know, but if you, if you're building a, a business, then we both know, then, you know, you're going to build out those assets that are going to protect you from that as well. It's still going to hurt, but it, exactly. but it won't be like they just took your whole business and turned it, turned off the, you know, the cash flow, um, which is a, another thing that I think we're all working towards because there's always risk in everything that we do. Right. It's just Definitely. Angie, Angie always say this, the entrepreneurs are crazy people who leaves the nine to five job to take a 24 hours job. Actually. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know, I mean like literally like right now, like I've worked a lot this past week getting caught back up from the holidays and all that stuff. Right. But my daughter's got volleyball. After I get off with you guys, I'm going to volleyball practice. Nothing's going to get in the way. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't have nothing against you guys. I wouldn't have taken this call at four 30 because my daughter's got volleyball. That's what's <laughs> happening. Right. It's just, that's, that's the priority thing. So I'm willing to work that extra a little bit, but so I can have that flexibility. So my boss doesn't say, Hey, listen, you can't take that off. You're supposed to be here. I'm like, no, bud, you don't get it. Um, so I, I totally get where you guys are coming from. All right, cool. So, all right, pretty much success right out of the gate. You might as well say, right. You took these <laughs> cheap water bottles and then flipped them, but, but it wasn't always easy. T- tell me something that happened that you were like, holy crap, now what? Is this really all worth it? Like you probably launched something or had a hijacker or like, so lead me through the story. Where does it go from here? The, 
Go for it. Yeah. So I guess from there, that's when we said, well, it took a lot of convincing. So I said, okay, these water <laughs> bottles are working. Let's yeah. invest a little more and let's design something that will be consumer friendly and that people can, um, you know, get behind. And so we started to put more innovation. Um, I, uh, this was all, like I said, I always tell Colin, they're born entrepreneurs and made entrepreneurs. Mm. Colin is a born entrepreneur. I'm a made entrepreneur. Mm. So along the way, I've been seeing the benefits of what we're doing and giving people what they want was one of them. And so we decided to design. I learned a lot about patents. I learned a lot about um, everything was kind of, um, you know, self-taught. Mm-hmm. And this helped us to... Um, protect ourselves, protect our products. And so there were a number of different issues. I mean, some small, some large, but we've had hijackers that Mm -hmm. were, you know, a nightmare to deal with. Um, We've had um, legal issues where people are saying um, we infringed on their patents when we have patents pending as well of our own. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had issues with excess inventory. We've had issues in our relationship. I mean, the list goes on and on. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm-hmm. I, we're not gonna um, make it rosy for people who yeah. think this this is easy. Right. But at the same time, we were always on the same page in terms of this is what we've been working towards. This mm. is this is ours. Yeah, and we we can make decisions that affect our bottom line, and so we don't have to wait for other people to say, you know you can take a day off or mm. wait for other people to say, hey, here's your promotion. So, you know, this is what we've encountered and we've gotten over many hurdles. We've had a lot of friends and also um, uh, business associates in the same space who say, we're not sure how you two are still together, considering (laughs) all that you've (laughs) faced together. But built a strong relationship, that's for sure. Yeah, the relationship is the one thing that always everyone tells that. Um, you know, how everyone amazed at what we're doing, actually, the other thing is like working as a relationship. I mean, we always tell one answer. We still didn't kill each other. We still didn't yeah. get divorced yet. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's true though. It's true. Yeah. You build those. I, I've been working with my wife pretty much for the past 20 years. We've been married 25 this year. So, mm-hmm. and we've had multiple businesses, um, you know, throughout our journey, but, uh, yeah, it's it's always uh, you know, it's a balance, right? And it's I think it's by you having you both each have your strengths. So if you work off of your strengths, like you you know, Angie, you might be great with the uh, with the patents and the research on the trademarks and all that stuff. Colin don't want to do that stuff. So you do this, <laughs> I do this, right? It's like it is that it's that marriage and business as well. And if you can make it work, great. But sometimes you can't make it work. I've got some people say, I don't know how you work with your wife all the time. Don't you get sick of her? Does you? I'm like, we're, we're kind of off doing our own things. You know, we're not like just rubbing elbows the entire day, you know? Yeah. Um, we're, covering, we're covering each and every every gaps, what we have, the uh, skill set gap we have, actually. So mm-hmm. that's, it. see, to be honest, right? When we started the business, that's the time that we married. So uh, I have like crazy ride. So, and also we spend like almost 19 hours in the business every single day, 19 hours. So I come back to home by seven o'clock from there, Till four o'clock, I start implementing whatever I learn from you, whatever I, I need to learn on top of it. It's not that what you've given. And also I need to do a research out to apply to me actually, right? You're given a spark and then I need to build a fire out of it, right? Mm-hmm. So I need to go research more, dig deeper, like how that's going to apply to me. That mm-hmm. took like almost three, four hours. I did that for like a whole one year of my business. Mm-hmm. So I, I spent like 19 hours every single day to you know, do this. I'm glad that I did it because 
I wouldn't be here in front of you right now. Right. No, you're, yeah, you're right. I mean, you, you worked hard and, uh, you know, and here, here you are, right? Like, it's like you, you, you figure out what you need. There's pieces of in- information that you're going to find in different places along the way. But once you learn them, they're yours forever, right? It's like you've, and you've applied it to your situation, you know, because I could have dealt with something with someone that I'm coaching, or whatever. I'd be like, oh, this one thing worked for this guy and I might try it on you. It doesn't work for your business different mm-hmm. market, different products, whatever. Um, so you gotta, you, you do have to experiment and you have to go out there and build your own skill set, which you guys have, you know, which is awesome. Um, now I'm just reading through some of your posts here that you guys listed a whole bunch of stuff, like in a nutshell, <laughs> and there's like a hundred different things. Right. Um, but, uh, you, you mentioned here, um, you, you talked a little bit about legal battles and stuff like that. And also you had some employee issues. Let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Let's, let's so, talk about employees. Okay. The employees, right. Mm. I mean, this is another obvious question from everyone, how to find a right talent and right people, right? Mm. So I always tell people uh, that, you know, if you want to pay for uh, a right employee, right talent, you got to pay a heavy, heavy fee for them. Like, mm. you know, who has some money to pay when you're starting the business? So I always tell that, you know, find the right people who has hungry towards learning something new. And then like would like to be, um, you know, would be a trustable person when you start working on the small thing um, and uh, and then give them all the resource for them to be successful. Give them all the benefits and then, uh, you know, resource and then books and then podcasts and everything, whatever you need to be successful, give them those resources for them to be successful. And then that's where you can be able to build a solid team for yourself. So. Mm. First, initially, I started with the one person, which I pay in India, mm-hmm. uh, like a $50 to $40 a month to take care of like a customer service. Actually. Mm-hmm. So I, and then I give them a set of training for them uh, and then just started with the part-time. And then I like the person. And then I give them a podcast, pro, uh, books and everything. Every day I spend more time with them, like two, three hours I spend, especially with them to train them, outsource the things, what I need to be done. And then yeah. they are still she's the one that who's managing my business completely from her. I hire a person and then ask her to outsource whatever she needs to be outsourced from her actually. Mm. So we built out like a 15 team, actually 15 member in a team in the house, actually there in India. Wow. After that, we had some issues and then they are like, uh, you know, overwhelmed or I don't know what to say. They have a mental blocks again for them. They, that, you know, they think that we making way more much money or whatever. I don't know mm-hmm. what is, what is the story. And then, uh, but I had to fire them uh, because they, they made us fail like a five to six products actually. Oh, so wow. that's cost a lot of money for us. When I put, when I made my business automated hundred percent actually. Mm. So I spent there, I went there and then I spent three months of time to train them and then do everything for them. Mm. Um, so, but uh, that's not, that's, that doesn't help. I keep one person, the main person, whoever it is. And then I, I build another five piece people right now. You okay. must have a manager in sense that then does the overseeing of the four or five people below that person. And you exactly. really only have to communicate with the, with the one person and with the one person. give them the direction. You, you, you said something that I, I'm curious. Um, on this, you said there was three or four products that they had helped you with that failed. Mm-hmm. What was the reason that they failed? So um, the the one reason what is why it failed is right. Um, there are a couple of reasons. One, they haven't uh, take care of the the proper promotion cycles. Okay, the second, they didn't close the listing when they create the FNSQ. Ah, okay. They open it up. That's lost my honeymoon period. Mm. At three, they didn't follow up with the 
what's going to happen after we launch the product it's selling like 20 30 a day mm-hmm. what's the target is what you need to do when it's reduced sale mm. so they didn't do that one actually they have all sops and then for us i'm checking on the so uh, checking on the asana that whether they completed actually so i'm assuming that they checked that and then i assuming that they completed it mm. but when i go and then check it inside they didn't do nothing actually Ah, so that's okay. where that I have a problem for that. I, I learned the lesson very hard way. That one. So right now we hired a HR and then operational manager specifically for those, you know, to follow up with the team. What is the task? And then whether if they completed or not. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, putting the screenshot, they creating the we giving the uh, opportunity for them to give the create that as a whole operational. Actually, mm. now you you mentioned the honeymoon period. I love that. analogy. I know what you mean by it, but why don't you explain that a little bit? Is there a window of opportunity that you need to take advantage of? Okay, so when you put up a product, uh so you will have a 3 weeks of time. I mean, some somebody say 4 weeks, uh, I I would consider like 2 to 3 weeks of period of time where you need to be like rank the product as soon as possible actually. Mm-hmm. Give more traffic, more social uh traffic towards the your listing. and also specifically towards the keyword where you can rank for the particular keyword mm-hmm. when you do that at the 3 weeks period of time your product will be able to take off so good if not after that you still you can able to do it after 4 weeks or 5 weeks of time it's mm-hmm. going to be a little bit harder is instead of you giving like a 10 products a day giveaway you need to give like a 20 uh, 25 products a day giveaway at the at the 4 5 weeks of time Mm. Yeah, I I wanted to just highlight that because I thought it was funny a honeymoon period which is great <laughs> which is true. I mean, I I totally get it and you're right. I mean, your launch needs to be planned and it mm-hmm. needs to be executed in 3 to 4 weeks. Is my is sa- same thing for me. Like when we launch a product it's like we're going to drive traffic whether it's pay per click traffic heavy, whether we're going to um we're going to drive our email list to it, we're going to run Facebook ads, like we're going to do everything we can to get yeah. sales going through that. So this exactly. way we can rank and you're it's kind of like like you said it's like that window of opportunity now that doesn't mean that you run out of stock you want to do that over again you can but it also has history at that point but you do want to take advantage of that of that 3 to 4 week period so i'm glad that you mentioned that cuz i i agree with that as well so we, i had a um we still testing that that out um um the first week it's not empty week actually you can do a lot of things on the first week i mean i don't think uh, right now we testing with the one other product you don't have to run a traffic on the first week the first week is kind of like a building the relevancy uh, score for amazon if you check the relevancy score um, on the amazon right you will able to see the first week you will not have any relevancy type actually there's no going to be a lot of relevancy pro- uh, keywords on the in amazon if you pull it down uh, after Seven days, eight days, you will have a lot of relevancy when you started giving away the product and then testing down PPC and everything. Mm. Yeah, because what you're basically saying is, is it's going to take a week for them to index your listing and get everything kind of like rooted. So this way, here when you do start sending traffic to it, it's going to also be seen by all of those other keywords that it's exactly. Active. Yeah, that makes total sense. Um, and and I agree, I agree with you. And I think it also it's going to depend on how competitive the the space is that you're in, right? It's it's like how that, you know. That's another thing you need to choose the right product. You cannot try to go and then sell again a uh, water bottle again right now. <laughs> oh, you can. I was going to go out and find them at the dollar store <laughs> and repack. <laughs> so you got to be find your right product like I, we we have i have a 31 rule actually i spend 
30 product and select one product. Sometimes it goes like 100 product research actually to select one product. Mm. So we have like a very stated process of finding the product uh, by putting that and then not like looking at the product and then say, okay, I'm going to sell this product actually. It's like you need to go through the data process actually, whether you you have a budget for this, first of all, mm. but you have a $5,000 budget. If the product is selling like 10000 or 15000 even if you if it's take up, would you have a money to put up and then do that one actually first? So you need to determine how much money you can spend on that product. I mean, how much risk you have, uh, how yeah. do you determine the risk on that? And then how it's easy for you to get like, you don't have to get a lot of sales. You just need to, you know, you just have to get 10 sales and then replicate the same process, like hundred or 200, 300, how much budget you have, how much money you have, replicate that, the same 10 sales to multiple products. That's the major scope. And you know, and I know that the 80, 20 of Amazon, it's like, a, it's like a way you're placing the keywords actually. Oh, yeah. So it's not about what selecting the right product and also putting the key product and then placing the product in a right keyword. It's the most important thing, uh, you know, be successful in Amazon for sure. Mm. Yeah. Now, how much are you doing off of Amazon? Are you focusing any of your efforts off of Amazon with assets that you're building or any external channels? What, what are you doing there? Okay. Right. So 2000, so we are, we are in Walmart and we are in um, uh, other deal sites and everywhere. Um, so it's like a 90% of sales come from Amazon okay. and then 10% sales from offside. So currently I am, th- I'm going off of the operational side. Angie is coming to in the operational and marketing aspect of the business. I'm going in a bigger visionary area uh, in the business. So focusing on like diversifying a portfolio, we're going to buy a multiple real estate properties to you know, build the cash flow on top of it, uh, and uh, going behind other marketplaces. Uh, that's the focus that what we having in 2019 for us. So you're actually taking some of your profits and you're you're investing in real real estate. Real estate, yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I actually, I just, I actually, I'm, I'm doing that myself. I just actually purchased a, I'm a lake house to run it as an Airbnb. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. And, um, it's kind of cool because I'm going to have some retreats there, some, you know, workshop stuff. And then I'm also going to be able to go there with my family every now and then, but it's, it's really, um, I, I met up with a guy again, this is how networking happens. I met up with a guy here locally as I was looking for a lake house to rent. And he showed me that he was, he's put four houses on the market. He's got a, he's ranked his site for, uh, staying on this certain lake and, and he's done all that. And he's done over a million dollars last year in net. From wow. just four houses, he charges like anywhere is between six grand a week to eleven thousand dollars a week to stay on. Wow. The yeah, wow. and he's almost at full occupancy. So he's so I'm just going to come on and get give him another piece of of uh, real estate that he can that he can run. I'm going to pay him, but I'm going to just basically be hands off. I just invested in the property. Yes, and we're doing we, a whole full remodel. It's it's going to be interesting, but it's again, it's doing the exact same thing you guys do. I'm trying to take and taking some of that, but I couldn't do that, you know, five years ago, right? Yeah. But now I'm like, ah, I got to start doing some of that stuff. And it makes we a lot tested of out the, We tested out the Airbnb in our house. When we went to the China, <laughs> the trip, and then um, other oh, yeah. places, we went to the different country, Malaysia, Singapore, and different places. Yeah. And ours was like, uh, we were not here for six months here. We were in India for three, four months. Um, so training and everything. Uh, so at that time, I put my house in Airbnb. And then complete, we, we made a lot of good money, actually, for sure. Oh, so yeah. that's where we tested it. Yeah. So now we're trying to buy a house and then testing the same model yeah. with, uh, with Airbnb and other thing, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's so funny, isn't it? Yeah, so my, my plan is to do this one, see how well it works, see what the process is like. And then I'm going to be like, all right, buddy, I'm ready for another one. Let's go grab another one. 
you know, and he's all into like, cause it's funny. Cause it's a lot like Amazon, right? It's like, you have this marketplace of all these lake houses, right? But the, a lot of them are like cabins or they're like grandma's, you know, pillows and stuff. It's like a camp, right? Yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like the way that we niche down is we actually create luxury houses on the lake. Mm-hmm. And instead of being 300 houses, now there's only 10 houses. Yeah. And so now when people are looking to stay in a, in a really nice place, they're going to only find my 10 houses, right? I mean, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And also to be, uh, you know, you, we know that one, you know, how we need to leverage ourselves, even though we have a very small business. I have a very small business experience. I mean, I learned it in very hard way, actually. Um, you know, you need to leverage yourself as much as possible. Either your wife, you, anyone, you know, actually. So I leverage through her. I always recommend her to leverage through someone actually. So Mm -hmm. I ask her, I give her like three or four people. Okay. You know what? Find the right person for you to be, you know, involved with and do that one actually, and then help, help her to train and then help her to, you know, take the position actually. Yeah. 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 No, that's, it's smart. It's really smart. That's funny though. You guys are going to be doing the Airbnb too. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, That's really cool. Um, All right. So let's, let's kind of, um, let's kind of go down the road really quickly that if you were starting over from scratch right now, okay, what would it look like for you? Okay. With Amazon, the way it is now with all the hijackers, with all the, you know, the, the counterfeiters coming in with all that stuff, what would you do right now differently? Or what would you do from scratch? Okay. The first thing is that I'm, I'm actually testing it right now. I just started it. Um, the another account I'm working on it. I'm parallelly to find out what is, how hard it is actually. So, um, of course, you need a trademark for sure. The first thing is like find out a product and then find to have a trademark actually. Yep. Um, the, the product selection is the most important criteria. Mm-hmm. So find very, very, you know, subcategory level, mm-hmm. find a product where you can make like, you know, there is no lot of competition. There is no lot of people who are trying to sell that product. If you, for example, you go in a, a industrial and scientific, not a lot of people there. Um, and also there are, there are categories that, you know, there's no lot of people tapping, but it sales like 10, 15 sales a day. Right. I mean, it's not, it's not grown up here. Think about it. Two years back, there is no, there's, there is a lot of ca- categories are matured right now. Um, which is not like before two years. So if you tap into the market right now, like that, that would be amazing. Now in another one year, actually you can right. build the brand, you can sell the more product. So, uh, that's what I would recommend. I would find a trademark where I can first. Put up like a very generic trademark. You're mm-hmm. gonna to take two months of time to find a product for yourself. Actually, one hour, one month of time. Actually, spend a little bit more time educating yourself. Educate, find, try to download like a ten or twenty or hundred podcasts to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of resources in YouTube, like a small things there to find out. Um, and take that one first step, and then find out more detailed level of product research. And then after that, you go into the uh, um, find. Uh, perfect manufacturer and then get multiple samples for you, find out those things mm. and then you go and then test out your product. Uh, mm. That's what I would uh, do right now. If I'm mm. starting it from the scratch, uh, why? Because it's not, it's not like how it was before for sure, but still you still have a lot of room in Amazon to grow more in set of categories. You need, you, I went to, you know, last week, a uh, subset of categories. It's like when you go and dig down into the bottom, it's like very, Mm. Not a lot of people in there. Mm. It's very, very less. What are you thinking about like oversized or, um, you know, 
you know, just larger items in general. I mean, we both know that they're harder to get into because it's going to take more capital. Um, there is an opportunity there, I think, for people that want to go into that. What's your thoughts on that? Okay, so that's again a thing. Uh, what I said before. So you need to find out what's your budget. So let's mm-hmm. say that you have a five thousand dollars. Don't pick up a product which is going to sell like uh, thirty thousand dollars product. Actually. Mm-hmm. So if you putting a, so I I'm currently testing out one product right now which is like ten pounds, fifteen pounds right now. Okay. So that product sells like uh, twenty twenty thirty a day actually. Oh wow! So I can be able to, you know, easily like uh, able to get like a five ten sales a day, but mm-hmm. my profit margin, my profit is going to be like hundred to two hundred dollars a day actually. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing that. right, so right. that would be easy for me to tap into that and then go on top of it. Mm. No, I, I like that. I like that. I like the idea too of really drilling down into a market. Right? Exactly. Really, just drilling, 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 because you know most people are looking for the stuff that's on the top. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and again, that's why, I mean, I love Jungle Scout for looking at numbers, but I don't love the web app for just having it go, here's a product, right? Like everyone's doing that. So yeah. if that's the case. We're all looking at the same stuff. It's the ones that are willing to do that deep, 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 deep dive and finding the stuff on the bottom is, is the ones that's going to win, in my opinion. To be honest, I've stopped using the Jungle Scout and then stopped using the other thing. Why? Because everyone's doing that. Mm. You're going to get, if you find opportunity there, Everyone's seeing the same opportunity in a three months. You may, everyone may have a doubt. Hey, I selected this product. When I see that, when I selected the product, I mean, there are like multiple people launched the same product in a two months or period. Why? Because they're using the same tool, what you're yeah. using. So I have uh, built it our own bot system for ourselves. And then like, it's going to keep deep down into it, uh, find out a product for us. I mean, and also we doing it manually, um, go into that very go into the annual level of the category. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that a lot. And, uh, you know, I mean, me personally, like I'm always about brand and, and that's kind of where I've kind of been positioning. So I'm not like a one product person. Now, I know that still can work and I know there's people that are still doing it. Um, I see, and actually I'm going through that process right now with a brand that I'm partnered with um, that we want to ex- we want to do an exit, right? Mm-hmm. And so we want to get to a certain number and he's already told me everything that we've done as far as assets go, we're, we're like going to get a bigger multiple because we have those other assets, an email list. We have a Facebook presence. We have a YouTube channel. We have all of those things that when that person buys the brand, they also get access to all of those other assets. Exactly. Uh, so that, I mean, but again, there's someone else that can go out there and go, I'm just going to launch products under an open brand and I'm going to make a whole bunch of money. It's just to me, it's not going to be as easy to, to launch products. It's, it's not because if I have a, an email list of people that are like, they're ready. All I got to do is send it out and go, Hey, I'm going to run a promotion 50% off. They're going to buy it. Um, but that's just my approach. Um, and I also, I like it because it's more uh, sellable. Like I know that when I'm ready to exit, I'm going to get a higher return on that. So, um, yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. And again, I, I don't know what your model is, but. My, my, I'm building the brand and also I'm testing the other model as well. So we have the two brand in our, in our store currently building the other model as well. To be honest, yes, I'm going with a brand building model itself. I have, a, I'm trying to build a brand with the one of the product, what we launched they were from the very beginning, actually, mm-hmm. for sure. But the, um, the other side of it, right? Yes, you can make a multiple money out of uh, putting a single product, but that's not, I don't feel that's, that's not a long-term um, goal on that. Why? Because right now it's easy for us to launch a product. Why? Because we have like a 700 to 1000 beta people for us to test the product and let us know who's like, 
who's also ready to take a product for 50% actually, who's ready to take a product for 30%. They are like a brand, uh, you yeah. know, for us to go yeah. through actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that, that's huge. Because, I mean, let's face it, picking, picking the right product, launching it the correct way is everything. You know, yes. I mean, obviously you got to know how to optimize. You got to know how, you know, but basically if you've done, if you've done that work right in the beginning, the launching process isn't really that difficult. There's no like magic to it, right? Yeah. It's like, you got to give Amazon what they want. Optimize exactly. listing and sales, right? Yeah. Like that's it. And yeah. also it's not hard to, so again, I mean, um, do, do, do not mistake that um, uh, you cannot launch competitive product. Yes, you can, but it's about how, is, how much is your budget actually to launch the yeah. product. That's yeah. the most important thing. So if you have like, okay, hey, I have an unlimited budget that, you know, I want to take up this product very well. You could do that one right now. Still, you still have a room to make like a, take your headsets and then sell it and then you can make it. But how much effort you're going to put it out? How much PPC you're going to spend it out? It's a lot actually. Mm-hmm. So you got to check if you're building the brand, are you? that's your scope. Of course, go for it. But you're going to be spending a lot of money, but eventually you're going to get returns on top of it. Mm-hmm. I would say if you even decide to do something like that if you're making a break even break even uh, sale with mm-hmm. amazon for at least for 3 4 months of time that's good for you that you can able to you know start selling right. a profitable product in uh, eventually after 5 6 months actually for mm-hmm. sure yeah no no that's so those are some great points all right cool so let's wrap up we went through a lot of your story what's your direction right now building out this new brand and then also adding to the current brand that's you know, kind of like the cash cow right now, the one that's bringing in all of the, all of the revenue right now. Like, so what's your plans? Are you going to sell this brand? Are you, are you thinking uh, about exiting? We not sure about it, but currently we're working on building this brand. Um, on top of it, we are having a two brands and also we create a separate account for us to build a cash flow um, account just and also test the what difficulty what I have currently in the market. So I'm selecting the couple of products right now, launching those products right now in the, in the different brand and find out how that's going to go. So if I can build the cash flow on top of it, so I'm, my my egg is all in a one basket, which I don't want to have at all. So I'm trying yeah. to be like put up like a different things. So and also we're trying to go in a real estate. We're trying to go in a building a cash flow system. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to buy a local businesses and also we're trying to invest on the business mm-hmm. as well. On top of it, um, that's the direction that we're going. I I truly believe that capitalism is a one thing that you know each and every human being need to be go through. Um, mm-hmm. That's where everything you know it's involved. Um, and also building the cash flow is the first thing that what I want to do and before any capital gain, what I want to do actually. for sure. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I think like, it's funny because if you were to look back like even 12 months, 18 months and you're like, oh, wow, I'd, it'd be great if I did 2 million next year in revenue. And then you're like, you're there and then you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. But now I got to think about like all my eggs are in one basket. So now I got to figure out what am I going to do there? Oh, I'm going to do real estate. I'm going to do that. So you're constantly evolving as you grow. Right? Yes. And you guys are doing it, I mean, perfectly. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You're learning a ton. Um, and I would probably say you guys are having a little bit of fun doing it. We have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> I even, uh, we have a lot of fun. I mean, uh, I, of course, we are not killing each other. We're working really long time. Our hours are like changed from, we like work till seven o'clock in the morning. We sleep anytime we want in the morning. Uh, of course, we're putting a lot of time. Like we want to, 
build a discipline for us like building a morning routine for us you know having a set of mindset you know having a couple stand together um having a having a yoga time together going to the gym together and then like we doing everything together and yeah. then of course i mean sometimes i told andy andy are you not tired of me <laughs> <laughs> so i i am like i love enjoying talking about business i yeah. love enjoying on talking about products i mean she's like oh god now another another more task adding in my plate right now <laughs> I know there he is again he's thinking again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for her for sure like yeah. you know I I love it. I love to talk about it. I, yeah, it's fun. Me sit and then talk about product and then business and everything. I would sit and then talk about the whole single day that you know um, mm. to go through the whole process actually to understand yeah. where are we getting it actually. Yeah, no it's it's fun. It's addicting. Um entrepreneurship yeah. is addicting. Yes. Freedom is is um is definitely something that we all strive for. Um, but I, I just, again, I want to thank you guys for coming on and sharing your story um, and, uh, and really inspiring others. Because I think at the end of the day, you know, we all, you know, we're protective of like our own stuff, but yet we still want to help people and see them succeed. Right. And I think you guys share that, that same uh, feeling. And that's why you're here right now sharing, you know, your story. Um, so that- any last words you wanted to say before we we uh, end the podcast for this episode. Maybe have you come back on another episode where you can give me an update? Definitely. I would, I would give you guys more than an update for sure. Why? Because, you know, you're an amazing guy. I love to see uh, the one thing that I like about us, we both actually, um, we like inspiring people and then we want to share our journey to other people, you know, where they can kickstart our, their journey for sure, actually. We, we want to like uh, give as much as information, whatever we learned as a free, actually. Mm-hmm. We don't take any course. We don't take anything, actually. All the things, whatever you take it from you. And then I, we got some, uh, you know, uh, other people involved in the business. And then we, we get into a lot of networking, networking, connect with more people uh, in our thing. So first you, second other person. And then like we keep growing in our business, actually. Yeah. Uh, connect, with, connect with more people. Um, uh, and they get inspired and then uh, inspire, try to inspire them. For us right now, we want to be, we feel like we want to be grow and also inspire more people. That's mm. a goal for us in 2019 and then moving forward, actually. Um, that's the thing. We, we getting a one kind of joy that we help other people. So I, I appreciate you doing that. And I, and I know just by you coming on, you're inspiring people um, that are on the podcast, also letting them know that, you know, there is opportunity still out there. You know, yes. you've got to go out there. You got to put in the work. We're not saying it's a get rich quick. It's not. No way. <laughs> <laughs> it's, going no to, way. it's going to take time. It's going to take, you know, getting hit and then getting back up. We all know that. So um, what I'll do is I will, um, I'll link up the show notes and everything on the, on the uh, podcast episode. If anyone has any questions for you guys, I can have them comment there. I can even link it up to the post that you guys posted in the group. And um, if you guys, you know, if you guys want to um, ask these guys any questions, I'm sure there'll be more than happy to answer them. So, We'll go ahead and do that for you in the show notes. All right. So guys, I want to thank you so much. Enjoy that cold weather in New York. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and definitely keep me posted though. I definitely want an update on you guys. And, um, and hopefully we'll get, we'll get to meet one day. 
Definitely, for sure. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for taking your time. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thank you, Scott. All right. I wasn't kidding, right? What a great story. What a great couple. And I just love how Colin had to prove himself with a little $100 test. And if that's not taking action, I don't know what is. Went out there and found some uh, some product, repackaged it, sent it in because he was a little impatient, wanted to go ahead and see how this whole process worked. And that proved to himself that it could work. And then it proved it also to Angie, or at least for her to pay attention. And then they started to build off of their strengths. So just a great story. Now, was it easy? No. And they admit that, right? Are there things that they're still learning? Absolutely. But the one thing that I kept hearing Colin say over and over and over again was you got to continue to learn. You got to continue to broaden your education. And what I mean by that is not that you have to go out there and buy every course that's available because that's sometimes confusing. What do you need right now? And my good friend, Pat Flynn taught me a while ago this thing called just-in-time learning. So if you're right now at the point where you got to build a list, well, start learning about how to build that list. If you're you know, struggling with finding a product, figure out the product selection process and how to go out there and find a market and, and all of that stuff. And like, I have a different approach than some of the other guys or girls out there, right? That is my angle into this e-commerce world, right? It's going out there and finding a market and then building a brand in that market and then drilling down into each category of that market and serving products that one customer could buy over and over and over again. That's my model. That's what I like. To me, that's a future-proof business. It doesn't mean it's the only way. Okay, so you have to pick the way that you want to go with or the person that you want to learn from and then just go all in, but only learn what you need to learn right now, just in time learning and a shout out to my good friend, Pat Flynn for that. All right. So that is going to wrap up this episode, the amazing forward slash six twenty. If you want to go over there, see the show notes. And if you want to get a link to that Facebook post that Colin had shared with us. And then the other thing is if you are just starting and you want the most up to date learning on how to do this for free, by the way, head over to the amazing forward slash start. And that there will give you the most up-to-date information. It's a few podcast episodes that goes through the entire process. And this way here, you don't have to go sift through all 600 plus episodes. These are going to be the ones that you need to listen to now. I also will have other resources there for you to attend an upcoming workshop or any other resources that I think are going to help you. They will be there on that page. So that's theamazingseller.com forward slash start. All right. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode Remember, as always, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.